You are now tuning into Goddess Culture with Jordan and Shanice. Episode 40. Welcome back, goddesses. Welcome back. This is crazy. I can't believe we've done 40 episodes. I know. 50 is going to be here before we know it. 40 times of hearing us talk. (laughs) That's insane. And that one time we posted a blooper. (laughs) (laughs) So 40 and a half times of hearing us talk. Yeah. You have to excuse me. Literally, I was fine, and then my allergies just, like, spiked up out of nowhere. That's probably the worst thing. I actually feel really bad for you. And, like, my eyes watering, like, (laughs) unfortunate. So, the news. So, we want to say rest in peace to the boy that was murdered in the Bronx, Jr. Yeah, horrible. Horrific. Okay? I do not condone this type of violence. I think, because, you know, I really don't know, and, you know, the cops haven't really said much about it. But what they're saying is that it's a case of mistaken identity mm-hmm. and that one of the five men who participated in this crime, sister, was in a sex tape with two other guys and they thought it was Junior. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is, like, I'm sure if people wouldn't have been on their phones trying to record what happened, trying to film it for right. whatever social media or for their own view and pleasure, which is sadistic. The boy probably would have lived, but because everybody sat around talking and filming, right? He wasted the last energy that he had trying to get himself, walk himself to a hospital. This is just inhumane. Like there's videos of him coming back into his store and they're kicking him out, and he's like bleeding and stumbling and trying to get to the hospital, and it's just, it's sick. And those five people, I listen. I think they've the all been arrested. To the extent of the law. They, they should throw them under, under the jail. jail. <laughs> Literally. Underneath it, yeah. And the boy was only 15. Not that age really makes a difference, but... But still. Like, we have to do that. I have better. a 16-year-old brother. I couldn't imagine something oh that happened like that to him. I have a 15 and a 16-year-old brother. Right. Couldn't imagine anything like that happening to them. Or my 21 and 22-year-old brothers. Like... It could be anybody. And this is what I'd be telling, like, my guy friends and, like, my younger cousins. It's like, yeah, you don't have beef with nobody in the streets and you don't got problems. But it takes two seconds for someone to look at you and be like, oh, you look like somebody. Yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah. How many times are we going to hear cases and cases again of mistaken identity and then hear apologies and people go to jail? Or wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. Yeah. so insane. But rest in peace, we're sending blessings and love to his family and friends and I, I think there's a GoFundMe as well so make sure you guys donate if you can yeah and hug the people you love most because tomorrow's not promised at all everybody had plans I'm sure he had plans for the tomorrow you know yeah like XX who also passed away he had plans to do a community drive the weekend after you know you never know mm-hmm. and this is another thing the way that you, the energy you give to the universe comes right back to you. And I, I don't, I'm, this is in triple X, that's what Charlemagne called him because I can't pronounce his whole name correctly. But um, a very like key lesson, I think, in that young man's life is you have to be very, very intentional about the energy you put out, about the words you say, and even down to your tweets. Yeah, um, the power of the tongue. He, yeah, I guess I don't know too much about him, but I guess like recently he was in like the business of changing his life around and not being so problematic. But he sent out a tweet a while ago saying like, "Next time, 
next time kill me so so I really can't say nothing or so I can't say nothing back or something like that something in the in the ether of to to basically end whatever the problem is you should kill me and I'm like you can't put that type of stuff out I'm not blaming him at all I'm just saying like be mindful of the energy you put out because what you ask for the universe gives you because you asked and I'm, that's a derivative of a quote from Charlemagne, but I believe that in my heart. Like, there are times that I see a tweet that I think is funny or that's really kind of like wrong and I like it. I'll go back and unlike it because I don't even want that type of energy in my life. Like, right. I'm, I'm, I've gotten so intentional about my the power of the tongue. And it, and it works both ways, honestly, because it's literally from your mouth to God's ears. There's uh-huh. no like channel in between no medium yeah so you have to be so careful and conscious about what you wish on yourself and what you wish on other people yeah stay prayed up out here because how many people can say and spew bad things about you but once you're prayed up and you're good you're good yeah but um tiana taylor's album i'm feeling it i mean it's snack size it is it's like the mcchicken (laughs) of albums because it's like and the songs are pretty short. Yeah. So I think like it's a cute, like... Diet size. It's like, you know, if you run into the store, drive into the mall, you play it, it'd be over by the time you get there. But it's cute. There's some songs I really like. I think that's what she needed, though. Like, she needed to just get her name out there more because I liked her previous album. I thought that one was okay, too. Uh-huh. I liked a good two songs off of that one. But... Working with Kanye and being a part of good music. And I think I kind of heard this on The Breakfast Club where, like, Kanye kind of, like, pushed her to the side. And she wasn't really, like, a presence in good music. And, Mm -hmm. you know, this is he said he was going to put all his focus on this project. It definitely sounds like Kanye worked on this album. Like, and he's on a song as well. Mm -hmm. I I think he did her a disservice by pushing it out late. But I think all in all... Five different albums. He should pace himself. Himself. Kid Cudi. Him and Kid Cudi. Him and Kid Cudi. Um, Nas. Yeah. Pusha. Tiana. Pusha T. Like, yeah. he did a lot in June. You know what I'm saying? So maybe spread it out next time. But you know what? All in all. I'm a, looking forward to hearing more music. music. Yeah. Yeah. It's I'm a, looking forward a to hearing. And her Not voice is beautiful. Support black music. Always. Yeah. Um... New Jersey and this bipolar weather. Because I kid you not, on Saturday morning, I thought we lived in um, Alaska. Yeah, I definitely had to use a sweater. Yeah, a whole hoodie, Uggs, all that. I was not playing. <laughs> he and did it not was have raining. Uggs. I swear I did. Because actually, that was the only thing in my car. So don't judge me. Don't judge me. But I had on Uggs. That's crazy. Uggs slippers. But yeah, um, is so on and off. I can't wait till it's just like hot so I can really go to like sit in the sun and like get toasted chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Another thing in the news was Netflix um, with their campaign Strong Black Lead and that beautiful photo. I love that. Um, I loved it. So um, basically they recreated a photo that was taken in Harlem in 1958 of like all these jazz artists um like popular jazz artists at the time so it's called a great day in harlem right um and shout out also shout out to netflix for one having a campaign that focuses on black artists but two um them only inviting essence magazine to be the yeah to be the only news outlet and a black news outlet on the scene so that was 
awesome. All right. I love that. Yeah. And I'm not sure if we announce Lumi Bomb as a sponsor for oh, yes. the Goddess Getaway, but I just want to throw that out there because we're so excited to have their products. Um, again, another company that's going to be helping our girls glow in California in two months. Let me tell y'all, these bags is hefty, okay? This ain't no light. Like, they're, they're, each bag is valued at over like $150, the amount of stuff that we have. Insane. Um, Today's the anniversary of Michael Jackson's death. Do you remember oh where gosh. you were that day? No, I really I don't. was leaving dance camp. We were locking up the studio, and my friend sent me a, a text, like, Michael Jackson died. I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> and it turned out he, he was dead. And we didn't say on social media, which we should have, but happy Pride, very day late. But Oh, my gosh. My yeah. sister was at Pride. I also. saw. So cute. I know. It looked so fun. I went, like, a couple years ago, and I actually always have a good time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely happy Pride, and love always wins, y'all. Always. Um, that's all the news I have. Do you have more news? No, I'm done on news. We did, like, 10 news topics, so that's okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, the affirmation this week is I enter every situation I face with an air of gratitude. Mm. I've just been so grateful lately. And even about the bad stuff. I mean, that's hard. It's harder. It's easier said than done to like have some sense of gratitude about the things that don't work out in your favor. But I don't know. I just feel so grateful lately. That's amazing because I'm trying to work on feeling grateful. I mean, I feel grateful for mm-hmm. my life and for what I have and what I don't have. But I always think of where I should be yeah. or where I thought I would be. Yeah. So my grateful meter is like 60%. Okay. But we getting up there. What can we do to bump it up to like an 80? We don't got to go to 100 just yet. Right. We need a good 85. Mm. What can we do to bump you up? I feel like I just need to achieve some of my, my short-term goals that I have not achieved yet. That I thought I would achieve. Because I'm turning 24 in November. Wow. You know what's so crazy? Is I, I'm i like two prompts away from finishing the general prompts for the getaway. And, you know, our theme is all about manifestation and right. stuff like that. So we have a short exercise that might help. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is out here. Uh-huh. Please teach me. Enlighten me. But, um, yeah. I need more gratitude. I'm definitely humbled and grateful. I just need to be... More focused. Yeah, we yeah. all go through those seasons, though. Absolutely. Well, our gratefulness, gratefulness, gratitude, whatever, is at 100, and then sometimes it's on to 20. Yeah. So I get that. But um, Unbossed? Yeah, so Unbossed this week is the Harlem Candle Company. So let me tell you, I don't remember how I found them, but we followed them on our Goddess Culture page. And uh, I actually, I do think I followed them because I, there was a point where I'm still kind of into like decor, even though my house don't look like it. My apartment doesn't look like it. But um, they have like these beautiful setups. And I guess I might have to take that thing out. Yeah. Oh, was that yours? Yeah, it was my computer. Oh, I thought it was my, I thought it was my phone connected to the thing. Oh, no. It was an email. Oh. We're going to cut that out. No, it's okay. Keep going. <laughs> we don't edit no more. <laughs> no edit, shorty. Anyway, um, so I found them because they had these beautiful setups on Instagram um, of like living rooms and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, what is this? It's a candle company, obviously, started by a black woman. And it's inspired by the Harlem Renaissance. And they're so popping that they're in Dapper Dan's Gucci store. Um, in Harlem, and they're also in the Architectural Digest show in New York City, I think two years 
in a row, if I'm not mistaken, following on Instagram. So listen to how cute the names of the candles are, right? And it's all inspired by like Renaissance, Harlem Renaissance um, times. Mm. So there's the Savoy candle, which, you know, the Savoy ballroom. There's Ellington, the Ellington um, luxury candle, which based off of Duke Ellington, Holiday luxury candle, Billie Holiday. Um, I'm not going to explain all of them, but like Lennox and Josephine, Sugar Hill, Vintage Nightclub. All the, it basically, all of it is based off, it's supposed to give you like an air of Harlem Renaissance, black excellence. Back at a time where our grandparents and great-grandparents, well, I guess great-grandparents for most of us, wore slacks just because dressed up to go to balls and stuff like that is supposed to help create that kind of atmosphere. So y'all know we love any black woman doing her thing. Yes, and it sounds like they smell good. I know. I'm going to have to... I haven't bought, but I am going to because I love candles. Right. So you can find the company at Harlem Candle Company, all spelled out, no shortcuts. And their um, website is harlemcandlecompany.com. And I if you buy, that. tell them Goddess Culture sent you. Yes, please. Do y'all even do that? I don't no, know. Don't I put that. When I find stuff, like when I found Raw Apothecary and I ordered, I put... Um, found from like Hey Friend Hey or something like that and I think they rushed shipped my stuff for free really? yeah that's nice yeah that's really nice see can you can y'all do that for us please? (laughs) so people could put some respect on our names please so today we are talking about things that stop your growth Mm -hmm. and I don't know this is a deep kind of it's a little deep. You know what I'm saying? This could go a lot of different ways, but I guess we could start it off with the people who started us off, our parents. Mm-hmm. I find it I find it kind of sad because I was on Twitter and I saw a video of a girl and I guess her mom was like forcing her to like record this video and her mom like full blown slapped her in the video. Like, okay, slapping your kids in the face is a little bit too much for me. It's actually a lot a bit too much for me. I actually been slapped in the face twice in my life. Once I won't talk about because that's because I be trying to I be trying to be a peacemaker. And I try to break up a fight, so that one don't really even count. <laughs> that doesn't count for real. You and just it was got it was crossfire at Groove Boston. Oh, I got in a fight at Groove Boston too once. It probably was you. <laughs> it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It probably was you. I saw them beating up this girl, and I was like, no. But we're getting off topic. Okay, so the girl, I guess she was being fast or whatever, and the mom made her record a video on Snapchat. And oh, I saw this during the video. The mom slaps her, and it wasn't like a troop, it wasn't like a it wasn't hard, but it was hard, Mm -hmm. you know, it was a slap, it was a solid five finger slap. And I feel like black moms, especially, like, I feel like sometimes the discipline is more of like a show than it is actual discipline. You know, I would say, I agree with that, but I think the most damaging part about that was having her daughter humiliate herself. Yeah. Like, like the humiliation factor. You know what I'm saying? And they don't realize the, how that stops your growth. Like or your like, implication, the implications of like put, embarrassing your child. Child on social media, a place where that video is never going ne- anywhere. And even if you're, even if you have her put it up for two seconds and delete it, Someone has already screen recorded Hello. that. Oh, I've seen it numerous times. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People were sitting around watching that. Yo, did you see what happened to so and so at her house last night? It's it's now it's your weird. daughter has to live with the fact that you slapped her on social media. Now she's 
Because at that point, there were thousands of views on the video. Hello. Now she's a meme. Right. Now she's a reaction video on Twitter. Right. And this is going to be around for the rest of her life. Yeah. She's crying in the video. Like, why do... Like, what is the urge to make your kid feel like that? Because keep in mind, now she's going to grow up. She's going to have this same... Like, she's going to feel this feeling. And, like, I want to be able to put it into words because I know exactly how this little girl probably feels right now. Yeah. I think I think when a parent goes above and beyond to embarrass their child, they react in one of three ways. Either they act out and, like, if they act out as a child and they grow up to become the person that their parent was. Or I think they retreat into themselves because now they're so embarrassed they think everyone's judging them. Right. Or... They and I think this is the option that is only only a few people who this happens to. They choose to rise above and be different. But I think the two other things, the acting out or the retreating into yourself, are the most common reactions to parents going above and beyond to embarrass or to demean or belittle their kids. Right. Sorry, y'all know y'all know we don't record in the (laughs) studio. And and the cycle continues continues. Yeah. The growth stops there. Like now she's gonna think that's okay to do with her daughter. And now black women is just out here slapping each other. Like that's not okay. That was never okay. Yeah. I feel like maybe not to critique anyone's parenting, but there's some things that I think are not necessary. And I don't have kids, so I'm speaking from the point of view of being a child. And there's some things that my parents have said to me and done to me when they were upset that I was like, damn, that's unnecessary. But if you think about it, you only really remember the bad things. Mm-hmm. Like the worst things I remember, like the the mediocre things, like talking to me and stuff like that. I don't really remember. Mm-hmm. But the, the events, like the traumatic events, those are what I remember. And those aren't the type of things you want your child to remember. Because yeah. now they'll look for unhealthy relationships and they'll start to think, oh, I, my mom slapped me in my face. So if my man slapped me in my face, then That's it's love. fine. That's love. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And now on one hand, like you said, you are you might show your kids so much love, give them everything they need, and then you discipline them like that. Now they're confused on what love really is. Yeah. And you know what this makes me think of? So apparently on The Breakfast Club, they were talking about some girl, who, I mean, like Fab DM, um, some girl was like, um, you live in New York. Ask her if she lives in New York. Right. So she screenshotted and then was basically like, she made this whole ten list about him. Like, I don't like cheaters. I like my teeth. Um, I'm not a video girl. I got a job. Basically, like, they were saying like she was clout chasing. Hate that word, but whatever. When all she could have done was been like, no, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Like. She didn't have to keep going with whatever this, you know, she didn't have to make it big and then screenshot it and share it with everybody. So, like, I feel like if you're going to discipline your child, I wouldn't say don't discipline your kids because that's why we have these little badass kids out here, tell, you know, I don't know, shooting up schools. Acting the fuck up. Yeah, because their parents never got on them. I'm not necessarily saying smack your kid across the face because I don't think that's cool at all. But I'm not saying don't discipline your child. Discipline your child. But guess what? That's y'all's business. You don't have to make that anybody else's business. And the fact that you just made it everybody else's business, you opened yourself and your child up to criticism and all this negative energy that y'all otherwise would not have had. And you don't realize how your actions affect the growth of your children. Yeah. Because that could easily stun her growth. Now she's in school. And she don't talk anymore because she don't want to be embarrassed by her mom. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're losing a whole personality now. 
Like, you're affecting her for the rest of her life. And that was a simple slap in a video that you probably thought was innocent, but it was wrong as hell. It was. So I'm going to need you to have several seats, sis. Several. Crazy. Um, another thing that stops your growth, thinking that you owe a company that you work for something. I feel like this so bad. Like, I feel so guilty sometimes when I want to call out of work or mm-hmm. when I want to take a day off because... Honestly, my job is like a family. Granted, it's not perfect, but we all work together for eight hours a day, equivalent to the amount of time you would spend if you live at home with your family. So I feel like, you know, when it's time to go, you got to grow. Ooh, that was a good one. Put me on a freaking milk carton because <laughs> I did that. And I Sweet that on that our account. That I'm was about good. to. But seriously... You could talk about like how you knew it was time to leave NJ Pack. Oh. I'm still at yeah. my job. I um I'm gonna be honest, like when I was about to put in my two weeks, like the night before, I practiced with my aunt how to say it. <laughs> like Gosh. like for at least two hours. I had my points about why I was leaving. How I was going to, you know, go about the way I was exiting and all that stuff. Let me tell you, the day I got to work, I was shaking like a stripper. No, <laughs> yes. I was nervous. Like, when I say I was sick, like, I don't, when I'm nervous, I don't wring my hands. Like, you know how people be, like, playing with their hands or, like, you know what I'm saying? I don't do that because I take a deep breath and I just do the shit. Like, ain't nothing to right. be that nervous. No, I was nervous, y'all, because... It was the end of the season, which means they were into budgeting, which means it's a difficult time for people to leave because who's going to deal with closing out the budgets and all that kind of stuff. And that was something that I, that was part of my job. On top of that, my boss was about to go on maternity leave. So I decided to tell my manager before I told my boss. And she was like, girl, if you weren't doing your job, they would have kicked you out and hired someone else. Right. And Tia said the same thing, but I think it took for, that's my aunt, I think it took for me being in the place Right. For someone there to say, if you weren't doing what you were supposed to do, they would have they would have fired you and found someone else to replace you ASAP, no matter what time. Of the, Hello. You know, where we were on closing what out job? the budget. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that gave me some perspective because it's like, granted, I wasn't doing a bad job. And it was, I would say it was a loss of having me leave at that time. But I thought about the fact that like, what she said basically rang true. Like if they needed someone else, they were they would not worry about my feelings. They wouldn't be nervous to tell me, "Hey Jordan, it's time for you to bounce." Right. We're bringing someone else in here. You just got to do you. You got to do what works for you. And I'll tell you, me working that job, it wasn't because the job was bad. It's because I didn't like the work. I was getting sick. Like I would wake up late for work, no matter how many alarms I set. I was like sick, like literally physically sick because I didn't love the work and I knew it was time to go. My body knew it was time to go, but I didn't take the, the leap and just do it. Right. It's so intense. Like it's nobody, no one understands the situation until you're in the situation. Yeah. Like I feel like I know I talked about when I first started this podcast is when I started my job. Actually, I got the job a little after we started the podcast because I was unemployed and I was going back and forth to where Jordan lived all the way down <laughs> Garden State Parkway. Like at almost an hour away. <laughs> because I had no job. And I'm not the same person I was January 2017. And I can't go into January 2019 still doing the same shit Shanice was doing in 2017. Like I grew so much as a person. I need to grow 
in all aspects. And I feel like, I talk about this all the time, I feel like it's that moment where you know like you need to grow up and you need to mature and you need to be about it. And it's like, oh, it's so intense and it's so much work and it's so much anxiety that goes along with it. Gotta stay prayed up. But yeah, staying at a job that you feel like you don't belong at definitely stunts your growth. Because that time you're wasting at that place that doesn't feed your spirit or doesn't feed or um, add to whatever you want to do professionally in your life, you're wasting time. Honestly. And I kid you not, I'm about to be 24. I didn't even know I was that close to 25. Like, I'm closer to 25 than I'm closer to 21. Yeah. That means I'm oh, I'm grown. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm too grown to be doing things for everyone else. Yeah. Like, I'm way too grown for that. Yeah. And I'm trying to grow into the best person possible. Like, that's my only goal. And I want to be a good person. Like, I want to be a better person than I am now. And the only way I could do that is to make myself uncomfortable mm-hmm. and to do things, you know, that I wouldn't normally do in order to get to where I need to be. Because, you know, that money is up there and I'm trying to be up there where the money <laughs> at. You feel me? <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. And I guess as like a side note, because this is how we started this particular portion off if you have the time on your calendar that you have not taken off all of your pto bugging all of your sick time take it off do not let them feel do not make let them make you feel bad about choosing you hello there are days that you have to be like no i need a personal day hello i have i have 60 sick hours left i'm going to take eight of those today Hello? Or I have six PTO days left before the year starts over. I only got two more months left before my PTO starts over. You better take every six of them PTO days. Hello. Because when those things don't roll over and you're burned out at the end of the year, you know what I'm saying? Right. Would you use it. Use it or you lose it. Take your time. What are you going to work for? Honestly. <laughs> Honestly. What are you going there for? You could stay home, take a nice day off, run yourself a bubble bath. First of all, if you're going to take a day off, let me tell you this tip. Don't tell nobody about to take a no, day off. No, don't tell anyone. Okay? Don't. That's where, the, that's where I fucked up. Okay? Because I don't work Mondays. And my whole family know I don't work Mondays. So guess what plumber comes on Mondays? My family's plumber. Because <laughs> I got to be at the house. Guess what furniture gets delivered on my, my family's furniture gets delivered. Everything that happens in my house happens on Mondays because they know I'm going to be home. That's that's the saddest shit ever. I gotta so, like, be a secret. It has to be a secret. You and your boss. That's <laughs> I'm working. I'm working at a satellite office. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Right. Okay. Another thing that stops your growth is not letting go of people you outgrew, and this is like my biggest thing because I don't like to let go of people. I am a friend person. I've admitted it. I don't. I'm an introvert, but an extrovert, but I'm a friend person. Any friend that I have since I was like three, I still have that friend. It's insane. It's really insane. And some people I should have let go a long time ago. But because I'm so like, I don't want to give up on them or I don't want like this rough patch to like, you know, be the demise of our friendship. But sometimes God is making you uncomfortable because... It's time to let these people go. You've outgrown them. And that's okay. It is okay to be a different person. Like, people make you feel so bad for getting mature or getting a car or for trying to move out. Like, people always want you to stay in the the space that they're in because 
they don't want to see you do better than them and it's so sad like yeah, you're passionate about this one yeah it's very upsetting to me because i want to see all my friends win even people that aren't my friends I saw a girl doing a photo shoot on the West Side Highway. I rolled down my window. I was like, yes! <laughs> yeah, turn around. Flip the hair back, back. Win, win. Okay? Cheering her on. I don't know that girl. I probably will never see her again in my life. But because that type of energy, that type of vibe, I'm sure she felt like, ooh, I'm killing this shit. Yeah. Yes, you was. Like, get the bag. That's all it's about. <laughs> moral of the story it's okay to outgrow people and don't good. let them stunt your growth if somebody's hating on you from outside of the club because they can't get in <laughs> girl show flash your vip right and go right back to the back where you're supposed to be you kind of wear pretty scrubs on the outside <laughs> no you did not just recite that whole song <laughs> get your life the fact that you remember this song is so old yeah i love it yeah but seriously if you outgrow someone and you feel it because you start to feel uncomfortable around them. Yeah. Like it's like a it. Like you yeah. really don't want to hang out with them. Like for instance, example. Example. Let's say they ask you to do something and every time you say you got to do something, oh, I have a God's culture event. And they be like, damn, <laughs> why are you always doing something? Y'all can't relax. Ooh. Have you been to an event? Ooh. Question number one. Oh, okay. Am I, uh, are we, are we collecting money from this event? Ooh. Question number two. Is it going to, this event going to get me in front of the right people, the right eyes? Right. Is this event going to take my podcast, our business to the next level? Right. I'm working on these events because it's growing the vision. Hello. Now, if you don't like that I'm putting in work to grow the vision, that's not my problem. That's yours. How about you want to spend time with me? Come, come to, to the damn event. We only charge for like two events a year. So. Right. Everything we do is pretty much pretty free much for free. the community. Okay. Hello. It'd be the ones that's trying to distract you from your end goal that'd be the ones who'd be like, you know, like in college or high school or whenever kids start trying drugs. I don't know because I don't do drugs. <laughs> but when your friends be like, oh, just try it. Nothing will happen. Knowing damn well there's freaking crackheads and all types of people and you see the side effects and they know what will happen to you mm-hmm. and they know you have an addictive personality and look what will happen. <laughs> right. And they ain't I, looking out for your best interest. At all. I mean, thank God I'm like a visual person because I could see a crackhead and I could just know I don't want to try crack. <laughs> right, you know yeah. What I'm I don't need to figure out if that's going to be me or yeah, not. Yeah, like, uh, I don't need that experience. I'm no, not one of no, those people no, that have no. to try it to see mm-mm, if it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm good. Not crack at least. Uh-uh. Not drugs. <laughs> not drugs at least. <laughs> First of all, crackheads are superhuman. They be sitting down in the air, falling asleep, everywhere, getting up sporadically. Yeah. You got the time Pat for all Williams them emotions. said crackhead will wobble, but they will not fall down. Hello. You ever see the crackhead fall down? Yo, did you see that? <laughs> Bro, no. did you see that video on Twitter of the guy, right? He he was like, oh, he made. With a fucking <laughs> chicken? Okay. <laughs> I can't even get it out. First of all. <sighs> so I said, that is not impressed me. Have you seen the crackhead in Newark? <laughs> no, what was it? There was another one of like, oh. The horse? No, Kanye West's um, season 18 show. Like the two models was like, fighting hugging like for their promo and then oh yeah someone was, <laughs> someone was like that looked like a crackhead fight at newark penn station it really yeah did. yeah yeah y'all trying to imitate them i kid you not i'm not with the shit me neither uh-uh i don't want no parts okay because we're on number four now right okay not being honest about how you feel mm. 
This is a big one. That's a real one. Because you don't realize how many times you could have gave someone the opportunity to change their behavior. But you did not. But you did not. Because you decided to hold back how you felt. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we do this because we don't want to hurt people's feelings. We don't want the whole talk about your emo- i'm talking about we but me <laughs> we don't want <laughs> to talk too. about our feelings like that we're not trying to like drag it out we just want you to get the gist but some people really don't get it unless you say it all right this is holding me back Shanice. say it i'll let you borrow this hat you did <laughs> this is our hat okay all right continue your point <laughs> <laughs> yes so being honest about how you feel yeah because too many times we bite our tongues. All the time. You know, for sake of like other people being comfortable with our existence. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we, I don't oh, we want, dim down. Like, yeah. Down. I don't want her to think I'm mad at her because right. I have di- No, if you have a different opinion, guess what? Just say it. Right. Little do you know, she may either be on your side right. or didn't even think of the way you were thinking. And now right. she's like, damn, okay, I see that now. You know what I'm saying? No. Or she'll be mad, but that's not your problem to deal with. You know right. what I'm saying? We talk about this all the time, how me and Jordan, like, became friends. Because first we weren't friends, and then we became friends. Literally, it was that conversation. Because we were talking, we were not talking for no reason. Yeah. Both just pride. But literally, that conversation, I was like, damn, that's how she felt about what I said. And I didn't even think that what I said meant that meant that much. Like, you know? Like, I didn't think about how it would affect someone else. And then once I realized, like, oh my gosh, that changed. I, I kid you not, like... That conversation changed my whole life. Uh-huh. Like, literally the way I see things. Because I literally thought I was just joking. And the shit's not funny sometimes to other people. Like, it really makes you so conscious when people put you in your fucking place. And I've had... To, first of all, this is the third time I'm cursed. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But sometimes you really have to put people in their place. Like, you have to say, that's not funny. And you know or the you crazy thing the about this is? I didn't come to her like, Shanice, I need to talk to you about something. Shanice was like, why are we friends? Yeah. <laughs> I was so confused because I'm like, okay, I'm friends with everybody. Why are we not friends? Like, we cannot, I cannot have, like, an issue. But that's a whole nother six podcasts ago. Like, you guys got to catch up if you don't know the story <laughs> by now. Like, I know. But, yeah. Yeah. Damn, that's so true. Don't be afraid to tell people how you feel. And we say that, we don't say be a dick when you tell them. It's right. not... All right, I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of X, Y, and Z. You get on my fucking nerves. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like when you do this. Not that's not how you approach it. Because if you want someone to be responsive, you have to come to them in a way that they feel comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like, I couldn't approach the situation with me and Shanice like I don't know crying or something because then she would be like, "Bitch, I'm not listening to you." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, What's happening? Right. And if Shanice sort of came to me like, "Yo, what the fuck is up?" I would right. be like, "See, now That's we're done super talking." Aggressive. <laughs> Now we're done talking. So conversation over. Yeah. So you have to come, you know, to people respectfully. Think about how you would you would be comfortable with someone talking to you if they had a problem. You know what I'm saying? Don't sugarcoat. Be honest, but respect the fact that they're an adult that you want to get a a positive result from. Absolutely. And we all have values. We all have different cultures we come from, and there's different things that we weigh as important. Mm -hmm. So when you continue to let someone be negative around you or say things you don't disagree with or be an energy you're not comfortable with that is dimming your light and it's stunting your growth you can't grow in an environment where you don't feel healthy you Mm -hmm. don't feel competent you don't feel like you could 
you know, maneuver through situations because, you know, this person is here and they're going to bring this type of vibe or they're going to say this type of joke or you can't bring them around certain people because you're afraid how they will act. These are not the type of people you need in your life. And this doesn't even go for just friends, like family members. Okay, Mm -hmm. just because someone's your family doesn't mean you have to go over everything for them and just do everything and let them talk to you crazy and tolerate everything like that you have to put family in their place too. yeah parents included first of all my mom don't respect me i tried to put that lady in her place she (laughs) she don't respect me but that's fine but if i come to her on some serious stuff and i'm like i didn't feel i didn't feel you know positive my mom is not a negative person so it's not a good example but maybe but like, like for for example, like I, my mom's not really a negative person either. But there would be times we disagreed about something, and like my, me and my mom are very similar. So let's say we both like strongly disagree about some like an, a topic, right? And then she may think she may think that I mean something else mm-hmm. and get defensive, and right. then she'll like lash out. And this right. this could be me too. I'm not saying just my mom does this. That's true. But let's say like she'll lash out, and then let's say I take a step back, and I'm like. I think that you thought I said X, Y, and Z. Or I think that you're interpreting you how I, I said yeah. so, you know, something differently. And even if we don't accomplish it in that conversation, let's say me and my mom got to hang up and get off the phone and take a second. Right. We're able to come back and be like, okay, I see what you meant. Right. I didn't interpret it that way, which is why I reacted how I did. You know what I'm right. saying? But you can't be afraid. Like There have been times where I thought my mom was insinuating something or my mom you know, just misinterpreted something I said. Mm-hmm. And I had to be like, let's pump the brakes right. not like that i'm still offending my mom a little mm, bit hello but in, in a respectful I'm way in a, res- in a respectful way telling my mom this ain't it you know right. what i'm saying this and that we can't approach it like this because right. we're gonna get nowhere right and now that i think about it my family they're really jokey jokey like they take very minimum things very seriously and there's some things that like i don't think is funny you know mm-hmm like paying $52,000 a year to go to school. Like, that's not a joke to me, Mm-mm. you know? So uh, sometimes I feel like I have to put them in their place with that. Like, I'm like, all right, this is not funny. Like, all right, can we stop talking about X, Y, and Z? Because it's not funny anymore. And I feel like, because <clears throat> this is my biggest pet peeve, is if I had a conversation with you and I said, all right, this is a part of my life I don't want to talk about anymore, and you continue to bring it up. Yeah. Like at this point, you hate me, or you like want to. You're see openly me. disrespecting me because I've asked yeah. you. Yeah. I've asked you. Okay? Yeah. Okay. We've had a discussion, and yeah, it's time for you to like stop or you know excuse yourself from my life. But yeah, always be honest about how you feel. Don't let people control your growth. Growing is the best thing possible. I'm like so blessed to say that I'm not the same person. Like, makes me wanna pat myself on the shoulder yeah do you have any other growth topics i think really you you basically said all mine the only one and i think is a little different is um something that can stop your growth is thinking that you know everything refusing to still be a student of life or to not like use your utilize your resources like know it all if shanice and i thought we knew everything we wouldn't have this podcast would be trash because we wouldn't have found the right mics. We wouldn't have figured out how to get. Mm-mm. We would only be on SoundCloud. <laughs> like right, our, we would not have a sold out trip coming up. In- <laughs> <laughs> but we're not afraid to like accept criticism and or suggestions for our stuff. We like when we ask like, do y'all have suggestions? What do y'all think? We honestly mean it because if we 
We don't know everything. At all. So we think that we just know it all. Our stuff would not be progressing every day. Right. Like, you can't think that you know everything. This And this is not just professionally. This is in relationships. This is with your friends. This is at school. Like, you right. have to be open and willing to accept criticism and suggestions from people. Now, don't just take anybody's advice. Right. That's how you get that discernment. Don't dig yourself in a hole. But And learning is just like... I don't know. Maybe I'm addicted to learning because I'm the reason low key that I'm trying to quit my job is because I want a job in the field that I'm going to school in, which is marketing. Mm -hmm. And I want it to be like, I want to work for somebody amazing, like a Karen Civil. I'm putting it into the universe because I've yeah. emailed her 23 times and she has not responded. <laughs> but that's fine. Listen, you're about to be a part of Live Civil, sis. Hello. You're about to be a part. I'm trying to be a part of Live Civil. I'm trying to be a part of any. First of all, she's from New Jersey, too. Yep. Even though and I'm from Brooklyn, Haitian. but I live in New Jersey. And she's from Elizabeth Sac- right next to Kane. I don't know why she won't hire me, y'all. Tag <laughs> me under a picture. <laughs> I'm kidding. But yeah, I'm trying to work for somebody as somebody so exact to what I envision myself to be so that I can learn everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You could go out and start your own thing. But there's so many black women and so many people that you could talk to that can help you. And why not get that help? To develop the skill. We don't know everything. Google's not going to teach you everything. First of all, Google really don't have all the answers. It really doesn't because... It can lead you anywhere. Type in Michael Jackson and Magic Johnson pops up. Okay? You know, you never Or freaking really Wikipedia popping up. And right. shit, I could have been the person that added some BS to that Wikipedia page Hello. you read. And I mean, I've never added to Wikipedia, but the point <laughs> is, though. anybody could. So, right. yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, that's it for growth. Um, I feel like this is an important time. Everything is changing so fast, especially if you're in your 20s. We feel like, ugh so stressed and this is the time where we grow the most from what i've heard is that by the time you hit 30 you kind of already know what you want to do where you want to be what you well not you're starting to get into the swing of things yeah 20s is for like i really don't know and you're dibbling and dabbling trying to figure out at least what direction you're going to be in or what you want to be when you grow up because i don't know how they act us to decide at 17 17. how am i supposed to know at the start of my senior year what it is i want to do and then put us on our own in, in college to do what we want. It was like, what? Party yeah. time. Yeah. So, yeah. They made loans sound like something real cute and sweet that's going to get you through college. Now they're on your phone like, hello, um, this is... I have auto pay and they still calling me. You pay loans, girl? Yeah. My, my guy, I'm on auto pay. It's coming out the 8th of every month. God Why are you calling me? God bless me? y'all. Because mine are deferred yeah. since I'm in grad school. So I'm just, I'm going to let them sit there. But yeah. Keep growing, y'all. Growing, glowing. Let your edges get some air, all that. <laughs> Hello. So self-care for today or this week, what I did. Um, I'm in like a weird-ass space in my life right now. I feel like I'm there's so, there's so little time to do everything I want to do. Like literally every day I'm doing something and I just want to like lay in bed. Yeah, it's just weird as fuck. Maybe I'm uncomfortable. God's making me uncomfortable. Anyways, today I laid out by the pool. My neighbor's pool, to be exact. Um, I brought my sisters and my basically all my sisters. We were all there just laying out by the pool. And I needed that just a second to not have to do nothing. Yeah. What to be still. People don't know how to do that these days. No, you don't. Especially you gotta living be multi- in the hustle and bustle. Yeah. You got to be multitasking. Yeah. If you're not working, you're not doing nothing. Like, no. Sometimes you need to just be still. Hello. What did you do? 
So today, I just felt like, I don't know, like I said, I was very, I woke up very grateful. Mm. And like my, um, I don't know, my aunt had a chance to go home and like see our family and stuff. And I wasn't able to go because I was working. Um, and I got to save my time off really for our trip because I want to take off as much time as I can. Hello. Um, but I just actually hit up like my brothers and my uh, mom, my aunts, my cousin, cousins, um, and my best friends just to tell them like I love y'all. Like I talk to like my best friends almost every day. I talk to my mom every day, my aunt Tia every day. Not all of my media family, but most of them. I'm, I at least am able to like hit them up on a daily basis. Right, it's not weird. But. It's like taking time out to like tell somebody to remind them like how much they mean to you. Right. Really sounds like it's for them, but today it was for me. Like I needed if something in me made me want um to make sure they knew how I felt. And maybe because all these people are dying left and right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't wanna like I didn't think of this at the time, but maybe subconsciously I don't wanna leave without them knowing how I feel about them, you know? Right. That's nice. So I just took a second to like tell my people that I love them. And that's important. Yeah. Super important. For Fresh Face today, um, so I'm starting a cleanse. And I'm not really sure about the exact details of the cleanse, but I'm starting a cleanse on July 9th. And it's going to be for two weeks. And I want people to join me because I don't want to do this alone. Because we need to start a group chat and be like motivational to each other. Honestly. Oh, that's a good idea. We should start a group chat. Would y'all be interested in doing a group chat? Hello. We could do a group me and get this cleanse on and pop in. Send pictures. Stay motivated. And yeah, I don't want to eat meat. I don't want to eat anything processed. I want everything to be like from the earth. And no like sugar. I don't drink coffee, but none of that. Like, literally just water and, like, stuff from the earth. So, I haven't really figured it out yet, but I'm going to get it, you know. But I'm starting July 9th. So, July 4th, we can eat steak and lobster. And then July 9th, for two weeks, we will be eating grass and water. (laughs) So, Jordan, are you joining? Let's work on the details. I'm dead. Let's work on the details. Because if it's some shit that's outrageous... It's oh, not no. gonna be outrageous. But I mean, I'm <laughs> like I'm cool. This is scared. I'm, I'm like I'm cool on not eating meat. Like I don't right. necessarily like I don't drink pop or anything like that. So right, and I don't the, really drink alcohol unless it's like an occasion. Ooh, so that's gonna be a problem. I drink a lot of alcohol. I was gonna say we're gonna do my picnic, but that's that's the first. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So guys, get excited for this cleanse because it's about to be on and crack it. Yes. Okay? And. Turn your post notifications on because we're about to release our next getaway. Oh my god! So if you missed out this first oh time goodness. around, hmm? no god. If you missed out this first time around, because it's sold out. Don't be because it's sold a out. loser, loser, double loser, sold and miss the second out. one. And guys are invited. Yes, you can bring your friend if he's a guy. You can bring your man if he's a guy. You can bring a man. You can if bring one. Man. You can or you know, or if you're Rent just a guy one. who don't got a girl, you can come. Hello? We're about to turn this location up. Yeah, it's like honestly. It's about to be like if you're ready for somewhere warm and beautiful. Tropical. Where the rum punch keeps coming. Right. Okay. Yeah, I think that's it. That's it. Aww. It always goes so fast. Yeah. But yeah, episode 40, Dirty 40. That's not what it's called. <laughs> what is it called? 
Flirty 40. Ooh. 40 is the new 20. No, it's not. <laughs> 40. That only works for age, but y'all, y'all know what I mean. All right. It's over.